Good morning. So here we are. We are recording our first <laughs> Turks and Caicos <laughs> with Dave and uh, Susan and John. John, yes. And we are doing a little run. Where are we, Lynn? Dave. Okay. And the idea that. Uh, What's her name? Karen. <laughs> Karen Habbles, that we we uh, record a podcast of us just chatting. So here we go. We'll see how this works out. This is us running medium pace, talking shit. And we hope that it's uh, entertaining enough for someone to listen to. Well, it will be. If you're really bored. We're going to solve the world's problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, unscripted, raw, uncut. Improv. Improv, and pro- we'll probably forget that we're recording. Heavy breathing. Heavy breathing. Ooh. Um, and actually now we'll probably um, forget. I don't know, everyone will be silent for ages. Well, Tom's doing his best pedo impression by heavy breathing. Yeah. <laughs> Are we allowed to say pedo? <laughs> pedo, 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 pedo. It's well, embarrassing. Pedo, I think he's in the new Joker film, Gary Glitter. Gary Glitter's in there. <laughs> That's Cockney rhyme, isn't it, Gary Glitter? Yeah. For but, um, something I'm not going to mention. <laughs> and the tone of the conversation. <laughs> oh dear. The viewing figures have now dived on that one. We'll look at that. So, what I would like to talk about, because I'm hoping that the demographic that might just listen to this is uh, plant based people or people thinking of going plant based. So, Dan, why are you plant based? Um, so, uh, I was. Went to the doctors to get my bloods done. I just do this every sort of year or so. Anyway, they just said that um, my I had high cholesterol, um, high blood pressure, and pre-diabetes, and that was for me a wake-up call. But also the combination of the quality of the food that we were getting here. So we were getting just really poor quality meat, poor quality seafood, poor quality eggs. Um, all of these things, sort of you know, marketed as you know hormone-free, and it's just grim. You know, in, in the UK, they've got better uh, animal products and the quality of them are better what you, you mean know. they're more trustworthy well yeah they're reliable so you're saying american food is not trustworthy it's, it's not at all because no, i totally not. agree um it's too tied with profit it's too tied with government yeah i don't trust it's too it. tied with um corporate interests yeah over, over, uh, you can imagine interests. big backhanders going back huge, huge. to give them the stamp of organic huge so um so that was sort of like the wake-up call but we've been toying with the idea of going vegan anyway because my brother-in-law was vegan and my sister had tried it. And, um, yeah, I, we just, we did it overnight. My wife and I did it overnight. <laughs> went, went, went vegan, that is. Um, so, yeah. so, we, so we went completely plant-based overnight. And um, within three weeks, I'd reversed all of my three chronic diseases. Wow. And I'd also wow about 40 pounds in weight as well. So okay. it was a huge benefit off the back. Wow. Yeah. That is and I've never And I've never looked back since. Okay. And I won't. I seriously, I just won't simply. No, of course back. not. Because yeah. you're healthy, you're happy, you're living a great life and you're not, nothing's dying. Yeah. It's because of your taste buds. You know, well, so I think spiritually that's, it's a good thing as well, isn't yeah. it? You're not. So Lynn, same question. So why, why are you vegan? So I was vegetarian for about 16 years. And then, uh, yeah. after my, uh, the great, give me the hill. Oh, yeah. great, sorry, no, sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, so. So just to cut in, Lynn wanted to run up a hill on her own then. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, 
so yeah anyway so uh, vegetarian for 16 years uh, my sister got breast cancer <laughs> oh, I'm sorry because my the, the alarm went off to remind me to get that up and do something and then <laughs> sorry sorry is she alright though she's better yeah she's two times survivor of breast cancer Go for that but, you know, it made me look more into <laughs> the health side yeah. of what I was eating. And coupled with that, I was coming across more and more online about vegan. Had a Airbnb guest staying with me that was raw <laughs> vegan. Ooh. So, you know, kind of... How long ago was that then? About nine years ago. Okay. Uh, piqued my interest a little bit. Started researching more. Uh, came across <clears> you know, <throat> a few YouTube videos. Fox over knives. Yeah. Uh, China study. What? Best one, I think, for for everyone. Forks over nice. Yeah, I've not seen that. And yet. so uh, what? No, no. Jesus. We were like, um, I, I went vegan, and then and then I started looking into, into the science, and it just basically reconfirmed why I was doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, I, and then I went overboard. I was like, ser- I thought oh, I'm going to go and get a qualification in this. So yeah, um, I was. Uh, I got. Uh, applied for the Cornell University uh, plant-based nutrition uh-huh. uh, certificate. Wow, I didn't know there was and, such uh, a thing. I want to do it as well. And uh, just yeah. learn some cool stuff. Got but the, the quality of the data is just undeniable. Yeah, undeniable. Absolutely, we can't deny that. But sorry, back to Lynn. Back to me. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, are we turning around? Yep. Okay. The uh, Lynn has decided, as our leader, spiritual guide, that we had to turn around. Now I've got to run and catch up with her to get this story. Either that or swim through the shipyard. Um, So so yeah, so I transitioned onto vegan pretty quickly. I just cut out the the dairy, cut out the eggs. And then my skin just transformed. Just a quick note. um, uh, Lynn has the skin of a 12-year-old. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, but no, I used, to, I used to... <laughs> not, not like buffalo bitch. Like a baby's bottom. <laughs> yeah, not bad for 50, Ronnie. Um, where were we? So, but anyway, no, I, I had bad skin. Uh-huh. I had bad skin as a child. Used you to be on... Bad skin? You find spots, acne. Oh, acne, okay. Acne, yeah. even here. Uh, I did actually go to a dermatologist here. Yeah. And, you know, did the... All chemical peel and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. tried the clear. Fixing the outside rather yeah, than the exactly. inside. Yeah, and which is nothing, what we all do. Nothing worked, and then lo and behold, as soon as I quit dairy, it was almost night and day. Wow. And then I was getting comments and compliments about my skin. Yeah. Nice, great skin, Lynn. Thank you. Skin, Lynn. You know, it's not perfect, but it's damn sight better than what it was. Let's yeah. go up the hill, please. Oh God, we're going up the hill. Sorry. Yeah. So carry on, Lynn. Is there uh, anything? And then, you know, I, I noticed a remarkable difference in my energy levels, in my recovery from training. I uh, just felt so much better, so much more positive. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was just, it was just an amazing thing to do. And then I started looking more into the animal side of things, uh, you know, the ethical argument but also the environmental impact as well. Uh-huh. So, me being the vegan eco-warrior that I am, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I had to embrace all three. And once you do that, you can't turn back. Because... You know, that, don't you? You swallow the exactly. red pill. Exactly. 
can't undo that intel. You can't, you can't no. like reverse or even justify well, the, the reverse of that doubt. That can we just be a little bit real for people yeah. who have started being vegan, like my dad? Yeah. Texted me the other day and said, "Hey Tom, did you go vegan and stay vegan, yeah. or was it gradual?" I said, "Well, actually, yeah, I fucked up a few times, so don't berate yourself yeah. because." Yeah. It is so endemic in our society. But I think we all have at some point, but not necessarily knowing about it. Yeah. yeah. Because there's so many foodstuffs. No, when I was starting, I was like, fuck it, give me a steak. It's like, well, not just that, but planters, dry roasted peanuts have got gelatin. No! In them. No! Yes! No! Yes. no. Yes. I live off those. No, you don't. I do! The dry roasted? No, oh no, oh, not no. the dry roasted. You've got to read the label. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You get the, the light. No, no, I don't read, I don't uh, have the dry roasted, I just have the. Salted. A lot of the potato oh my God. chips. Crisps. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't European eat crisps. Crisp potato chips. A lot of them. The flavoured ones. Yeah. Have milk powder in them. Oh God. So you really have to pay attention. There's, and this, a, there's a cool app though that says, uh, it's called Is It Vegan? And it okay. scans the barcodes. Oh fuck, so they don't have to read those tiny little things. Exactly. So it oh, that's so cool. What's it called? It's called Is It Vegan? Is It Vegan? Yeah. It's a free app. If you're listening, Is It Vegan? We will accept cash payments for this mention. And uh, it's really, it's, uh, I, if I can use it, anyone can use it. It's yeah. so easy to use. And it gives a breakdown of the specific ingredients as well. Wow. Hold on. Wow. Oh, the view. Wow. There's so a view. Oh, a my view. God. Prince's old house with his purple driveway. Oh, my God. Hold on. I've got to have a, a moment. So, that's... One of the reasons why I run is because I get to hang out with amazing people like you two. But also to have, I mean, most people are in bed. Most people are. Oh, uh, no, you. Oh, all right, one minute. <laughs> one, two, three. That was a photo opportunity. Photo Had to do, and also a little break, because I think it's quite healthy sometimes to have a little rest. I have been known to, when I've been running down to Southwest Bluff, get to the end, seven and a half miles to the end. Yeah. Sit there and meditate. Oh, Lynn. For 20 minutes and then get back on my feet and run back home again. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, runners would say you're letting your body cool down, it's not healthy, but I think for our soul, yes. I think it would be like now, if we hadn't mm -hmm. stopped just for a moment, uh -huh. I, I mean, that to me is what it's all about, isn't now it? Now you have to describe it to the listeners. So we're in a turning circle, at. we're in the highest point of a very small island that's very much like a pancake. And the light, it's like, what time is it? 6.05. So the sun is just rising and there's water and mangrove systems and it's all completely still. And it's just beautiful. And <laughs> bizarrely, there, there's a house, a big house just over, and it's Prince, the singer, because. who's dead. Who I believe made a deal, my friend believes, Wayne said that Prince made a deal with the devil and that's why he had such amazing musical skills. And then the devil came along and was like, Prince, it's your time to go. You sold your soul. I'm taking your soul. Yeah. And then that's why he died, because no one really knows why he died. It's a bit like Michael Jackson, maybe. A bit like, I think he died on the opiates. And a bit like the, there's a 27 thing where singers all die. Oh, is it 24? 20, uh, 27. 27. Yeah, it's like Kurt Jimi Cobain, Hendrix, Amy Winehouse, Amy Winehouse yeah. um, Kurt Cobain. And it's like a club, isn't it? Where they kind of think the devil comes along, Jimi right? Hendrix, uh, sorry, uh, uh, James Morrison. Uh, sorry, uh, Jim Morrison. Oh yeah, Jim yeah. Morrison as well. God. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. So sorry, Lynn, We were back on your um, uh, journey and, yes. and why you were vegan. Yes. Um, so no, once you uh, once you learn about all that stuff, then you can't you go know, back. You can't go back. You've got to think about your impact on the planet. You've got yep. to think about the future. 
not just for us because it's not our future it's the kids future that's coming up uh, behind us was it you the other day saying you trusted the millennials who said that no that was Car uh, karen oh, I think. Oh, yeah, karen yeah, yeah. yeah but it's true because that is, it's their future they're taking note of what's going on they're learning more of this stuff in schools or at least the majority are. I, don't I would be that. pissed off if it was my future yeah, and exactly. seeing like the negativity of like yeah. the reality of yeah. what's changing. One of my friends, um, such a good friend, I can't remember his name. <laughs> um, Swedish, yeah. I'll remember it in a minute. It's a different name. Um, Bear with his friend, it's not married. <laughs> Thank you. No, no he's Polish. <laughs> um, and he was based in Antarctica doing uh, research there. And he says the difference in the last few years is 20 degrees. Wow. And when we're thinking, we think globally, we're like, oh, yeah, it's only a couple of degrees, you know, yeah. what's that? But he says, no, no, the reason why it's melting is because the difference in temperature is tw it's still like minus 20, yeah. but it used to be minus 40. Yeah. And that, you kind of, that puts it in, and it's mm -hmm. not also because there's that conspiracy theory where it could, it could, like, we can't believe anything we see and hear now um, because it can all be deep faked and manipulated. Mm -hmm. So you could say there was like a climate change conspiracy, but when it's from someone I know, who I've talked to Kitesurf, who just said, yeah, this is real, I'm there. Like, yeah. <laughs> climate change is fucking real. You're like, oh, yeah. fuck, yeah, that's... It's, it's all sort of vapour until you, you experience something firsthand that is, is unshakable. And for me, I was still a bit incredulous for the uh, sort of like the vegan myth and the benefits, health benefits it could, it could bring until... I got my blood test results back and it was in black and white. That's really so, interesting. So, so where so, did you get your blood test done? Uh, just local doctors here. And who screened um, it? So, Because uh, I want to get the same one done. Sam, Sam Slattery. Okay, so, um, so Sam so, did it. Yeah, so, so we went through the, like, the, uh, the bloods at, at the start. Um, yeah. Before and then after. Oh, I've got to do and, that. And then, you know, uh, then again, maybe sort of like six weeks after that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Tony um, Robbins does this. He gets a blood test, sees yeah. what he's lacking in and adjusts his right. diet yeah. to make sure he's got everything right. And it seems like I was reading recently a book, um, Rebel Ideas, and it's saying how standardisation is dead and now is personalisation. Yeah. Like if there's diets that say, you've got to eat like this. But actually it's bullshit. It's whatever works for you. And that's not saying that, hey, you have to eat a bit of meat because that works for you. Yeah. Everything can be veganised. But it definitely makes sense to, we're all different. I... I I agree to, <coughs> to a point where it, it's we're all different and we all have you know various like different levels of minerals and vitamin needs etc yeah. but um, when it comes to eating animal product I think for me um, and and I, and also a lot of the plant-based sort of like gurus if you like like Colin Campbell mm -hmm. Neil Bonnard Michael Greger it's binary it's black and white it's, yeah. it's literally black and white yeah. you know humans are simply not meant to eat animal product period yeah, yeah. you know we're just not cut out for and these it. are trustworthy guys these, like colin campbell who used to be a, he used to be a they're, dairy farmer yeah. their family and um, they've been studying it their whole life they're they? hyper intelligent they're hyper aware they yeah. do their research and they're nice people as and, well, and they? they've, they're genuine they're sincere you yeah. know and and they've, they've they've stuck to their guns as well throughout the whole you know yeah. i mean in the china study i don't know if you remember but um Read the China study if anyone's Walter, interested. Uh, Walter Willett, the head of ha uh, Harvard Nutrition, when he's, uh, he says to Colin Campbell, uh, Colin Campbell says, you know, why aren't people, you know, heeding this message? Yeah. And Walter Willett, Professor Walter Willett, I might add, so, you know, he, this, these are big brains we're talking about here. He says, well, uh, Colin, people don't want to hear it. Yeah. That, and it's as simple as that. And That's it's the just truth, like, isn't it? Like, if you've yeah. got a professor who's saying that about human, like, psychology, if you like, you know, humans don't, like, 
setting John, away his like John, habit. Like Dr. John McDougall says, people want to hear good news about their bad habits. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it's literally so just true. a case of... Dan, you should have your own podcast. <laughs> Seriously, so it's so good. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, can I just, just um, interject to have a listen to this? Can you hear that? It's dead silence. It's, it's beautiful. It's yeah. so ridiculously beautiful. Should we carry on running? Yeah. Before we uh, all get a bit emotional. Oh my God. (laughs) Lowering the tone, Dan. A condom on the ground in paradise. So there you go. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, back to Lynn. Back to Lynn. Back to to me. me. And then on the uh, spiritual side of, of things, you know, how can you eat a sentient being? Yeah. That has been tortured. <gasps> That's beautiful. Oh my god. Sunrise, I've got to take a picture of that. Hold on. Excuse us, Excuse us. let's go. It's a picture. Picture photo. Because that, can I just get you two in there? Yeah. That is exceptionally beautiful. Exceptionally, we're all in awe of that. that that's just ridiculous. I will post these on the. Uh, on the whoa, I think I could win National Geographic cover with that. that is beautiful. Oh. Yeah, there we are. Nice. Okay, back to the. Anyway, back to me. Yeah, back to me. Let me just check it's recording. Well, hold on. Hold on. Let's just see. Dan's going to now. Yeah. Complain because we're running off without him. <laughs> what you mean, like he did at the ten k? <laughs> Spiritually. Yes, you know, the the treatment of the animals, they're sentient beings, they cry, they have emotions, they they feel pain, they they yearn for their their offspring. And just the whole industry as a whole is just inherently cruel. And how can you live as a spiritual being knowing that happens and contributing to that? Yeah. That almost looks like a scene from the Greek. Oh my god, I've never building. Like, you could be on Santorini. We could be on Santorini right now. Like, that, that is just ridiculous. And again, this is why I run, because I think if we didn't, there's a good chance that I, I would miss that. And that is a big tick in the life box, seeing the sun. And also, I really pity people who miss those free natural things. And uh, I think it's such a blessing when we can stop and go, Wow, yeah. <laughs> that's just mind-blowing. I, I, I keep laughing. Yeah, it was Jen Sincera, How to Be a... You Are a Badass. And she's, I was listening to an audiobook, and she's like, don't stress, because we're on this ball that's spinning around this giant fiery ball. What a fucking adventure that is. And if <laughs> you think about it like that, like, what an adventure. We are on a ball spinning around a fiery ball, and we're all going to die. Like, no matter what happens. So, yes, my other mate Tom says we are life expressing itself as a human for a yes, time, and true. I like it's, that. No, I, I do hear that uh, <coughs> expression quite a lot on the, the Rich Roll podcast. Yep. Shout out yep. for Rich Roll there. Yeah, oh, my God, oh, if you haven't listened to Rich Roll... I've got a shrine for Rich Roll. Rich, if you're listening, um, can we come on your show? Seriously, we would rock your show. But as and he and his lovely, beautiful wife, Julie mentions, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. Yeah. And it's true. And so, anyway, back to the animals. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, how can you... And especially when there's 
you know, everybody's, everybody loves dogs, everybody loves cats. Nobody wants dolphins in captivity. <laughs> Nobody wants to slaughter the whales. Can I just interject and say, Lynn has one bajillion dogs in her house and rescues uh, or other bajillions of dogs. Shout so. out for Potcake Place, Canine Rescue. <laughs> um, so, you know, how can you love one and not the other? How can you be opposed? How can you be so against eating products with palm oil? Yes. Because you don't no. want the habitat of the orangutans to be destroyed. But the cows, but the cows. and the chickens, fuck them. Exactly. Like, come on, wake and, up. And how can you want to save the oceans and save the fish yeah. when a lot of those fish are getting caught and ground up into pig meal? It's yeah. insanity. And, and, then, and then you're eating bait. Oh, no, but we've got a, we've got a metal straw, so we're cool. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, <laughs> sorry, people with metal straws. You're, at least you're on the right no, path. I do have a metal straw, actually. Yeah, but... <laughs> If, uh, if you really want to save the ocean, yeah. If you really want to save the world, don't yeah. Stop eating fish. But if you're like, against animal abuse, yeah. stop eating. Isn't them. it funny how people and we're getting really militant now? But but fuck what it, that, fuck it. Because that? when you see there's a meme that I love and it says, um, oh my god, look at China, look what they do to those dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next one is like mm, bacon yeah. and all the pigs in little cages. It's like come on. Exactly. Those right. pigs are more intelligent than four-year-olds. It's like, oh, the pain and suffering and the fear. And I think that goes into the food when you eat it spiritually, yeah. the it molecules that are vibrating. It's all bad. Well, it's not only that, but the, the pigs and the cows, they know when they're going to slaughter. Yeah. And they're producing all these stress hormones. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but if you don't think that's filtering down to what you eat. And massively. Yeah. And then, ground up. And then when it comes to... Yeah. When it comes to dairy, you know, people complain that they don't want to drink soy milk because of all the estrogen. Yeah, and that's been busted, isn't it? Yes, but what about all the estrogen in the cow's (laughs) breast milk to feed its babies? And the hormones. Estrogen, which doesn't give you man boobs, whereas the mammalian estrogen does give you man boobs. Anyway, but going back to the um, the ground up, there's a quote in there by one of the athletes um, that says, "If the last thing you're do, uh, the the last thing your food does before it dies is scream, that's not good shit to put in your body." Yeah, woo, amen. It's true. And uh, just going back actually to what Lynn was saying about soy, like the standard arguments. Yeah, but soy's bad. Or quite a common one I get is yeah, but avocados. Like, and you're like, okay, that's a really good argument. But the fact it goes back to what Dan just said, which is people don't want to listen. It's like, they're like, yeah, 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 but they don't want to listen. So, back to Lynn. Sorry, Lynn. Okay. Sorry, Lynn. What was the spark that really changed your, like, right, this this is it. I'm never going to eat animals again. Good question. Um, uh, You know, I don't know if there was a a one big thing that hit me. I think it was just an accumulation of, of little things that, you know, doing the research. Actually, one huge factor, just before I did New York Marathon in 2011, I went to New York, obviously, to run the marathon. Yeah. And uh, I've been well watching, I know, watching some YouTube videos of a beautiful lady called Mimi Kirk. Ooh, not heard of Mimi. She's a raw vegan. She's probably in her 80s now. Uh-huh. And she'd uh, had to come across her videos. Just very inspiring. She'd won the most, I think, the most sexiest vegetarian of the year award at the age of 50. Wow. Or the, or the, no, sorry, the over 50 
Oh, I can't remember what it was anyway, but yeah, she won yeah. it when she was like in her seventies or whatever. Sorry, Gary, we'll do a swift left out here and run past Princess Gap. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Let's do it. She's a beautiful woman, and so she was doing the book signing. Yeah. In New York, so of course I had to go. Had to. Had to. Got the marathon, went to her book signing, met her. Was so influenced by talking to the other people around me who were there for the same reasons and just listening to her story and she actually told me about the documentary uh, sexy crazy cancer crazy, crazy sexy cancer mm-hmm. and about this other woman who fought liver cancer uncurable liver cancer by changing her diet uh-huh. and uh, she also has a book out called crazy sexy diet which is worth a read uh-huh. as well thanks Lynn. Uh, sorry i can't Names are escaping me right now. So it's the pressure of the millions of people listening. It is, right? <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, just being amongst like-minded people, you know, realising that you can thrive. And, uh, and then, just as I was about to leave this book signing, this random stranger just commented to me and said, I just want to say how vibrant you look. Wow. And You knew it, just, didn't you? They just blew me away. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is so nice. So, that's, that was your defining moment. Wow. Thank you for saying, Lynn. Thank you for sharing. The, I tell you, that's something that I really believe in, is complimenting strangers every day. Because that one comment can change someone's life in such a dramatic way. When you say, hey, love your hair. And then they go home and go, wow, people, my hair is so good. People are telling me on the street. And, and then never, they do whatever they're doing. You never forget those moments of, of kindness. Yeah. Uh, and it is it's so true. Just to, to digress. But yeah, please. I was sitting in a little square in London one day, a few couple of four or five years ago, waiting for my visa to Mozambique. And well travelled, isn't it? Sitting on a park bench. And this guy walks past and just had a really cheerful hello how are you doing <laughs> it wasn't from north from north uh, Yorkshire by the way it was northerners we tend to do that yeah well I think uh, it's an amazing thing to but, do but it's something I will never forget and he just brightened up my <laughs> oh, I, I love to hear that Lynn. there I am on my own in London strangers all around just a random person I think he fancied you so he was maybe <laughs> He didn't follow me, so probably not. <laughs> he, was just, he was just a happy person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's amazing, that one little thing that took him how much energy? Exactly. Like, and, it, and that stuck with you yeah. for so long. Yeah, so if that person's listening out there, thank you for that. Yes, where are we? Uh, Prince's house. Oh, driveway. You know, just a Purple Prince's drive. house. Purple drive. <laughs> Is this really yeah, Prince's so house? Yeah, made a song about that. Yeah. So, drive. we're at oh, Prince's oh, house. Drive. Prince, we're having a photo <laughs> selfie at Prince's house. Oh. Yeah. Wow, this is beautiful. Thank you, Prince. Good man. So, um. Well, you know, on the spiritual side of things, how many people do yoga? How many of those yogis are following the ahimsa? Yeah. Do not harm. It's like Buddhism. Yes. I love it. I'm reading Timber Hawkeye Buddhist Boot Camp. Uh-huh. Loving it because, actually, Dan, you need to read that because he's got a really nice way of. Um, introducing veganism to people okay. um, and yeah it's just lovely because it's very easy for us all because we're so passionate about it yeah. to 
put people off. Yeah. And really, it's not our fault. It's like Thomas saying, I am not doing that because of the way you presented it. Yeah. And that's just bullshit, isn't it? Yeah, it's like excuses. That's absolutely. But the human psychology is real, yeah. and there are ways. Like <laughs> absolutely. But don't you feel as a as a vegan as well that you're, you're more empathetic to people and yes, and more compassionate as a whole. It's like as a non-drinker, it's very similar. And you don't want to argue. No. I don't want to argue with somebody. No. I don't know what I do. Yeah, but then... Unless so, I frequently... If if we went to an abattoir every day and saw the pain and suffering, then I bet you we would be way more like, hey, dude, stop fucking killing those those animals. You bastards. Oh, yeah, but they're grass-fed. It's organic. It's like, well, nothing wants to die. It's like uh, Pat McCarley, shout out for Pat McCarley, eat green, meat, eat green, make green podcast. Big up that. Uh, and he always, he always talks about, oh, we've got a hurdle. Woo-hoo. He always talks about how when he went vegan, he became more compassionate and, and suddenly didn't want to argue with his girlfriend anymore. Didn't feel the need. Wow. He understood if she'd had a bad day <coughs> instead of you know kind of complaining about it yeah so and complaining one of my favorites gary v big shout out to gary v is uh yeah, complaining has yeah. zero value yeah. like it's uh it's like people say no no it's venting it's good to get it off your chest well not unless you're talking about a solution yeah. if you're just uh-huh. talking about hate hate i hate this I hate that she did this that happened blah 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 then yeah i think compassion is also, I don't know, forgiving ourselves mm-hmm. as well as other people. And yeah, I totally agree with veganism or plant-based because quickly let's talk about the word vegan. Like Dan, <laughs> just to show the level of veganism that Dan has, he's wearing a hat that he's written on the front, <laughs> vegan. Just in case anyone wasn't sure. Um, so they can, and that's cool because it is cool to be a vegan, but it does get people's backs up. Yeah. And if we want to, have a positive impact on the world. And I think somehow, and I'm having an argument with a friend at the moment, she's saying, no, you've got you've to stand up for what you believe in. Yes, you have, but you can put people's backs up and then you've lost them. And I think that's, it's like posting on Facebook daily uh, pictures of animals. People are just gonna go, oh, fuck off, Tom, and, uh, and then never follow me. Then you have no influence whatsoever. You know, just the other vegans. But then you're, that's, the, the concept there is, you're not responsible for how other people respond. Yeah. Like you're not responsible for other people's behaviour. So Earthling Ed would put um, animals... Earthling Ed! Earthling Ed! Um, we love you. So, so um, Earthling Ed would put shit out on his Facebook or Insta. Just turn your um, language down, sorry. please. And James Aspie would put heavy shit out on his uh, Instagram. Yeah. And it's, you know, you could say, oh, he's offended people, his friends who, who still eat burgers. But, you know, if, you're real, if, you're, if they're really your friends, if they're really friend, uh, like family, if they really have your best interests at heart, they will respect your passion and they will respect that because... The reality is, look, you can call it whatever you want. You're still killing. You know, <laughs> if you're eating a burger, grass-fed, whatever. You've just paid range, someone you to are, kill something. You are deliberately involved in the killing of that, that animal. Yeah. And it sounds a bit spiritual, hippie, whatever. No, it's but, the truth. But, 
isn't it? It's binary. It's black and white. Stop disguising it for what it is. And grass-fed is not good for the environment either. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? No. It's you between five, It's between like 10 and 50 more. times worse, in yeah. fact. What I loved on Game Changers is how they say they phrase it as animals are just the middlemen. Yeah. And that yeah. just makes so much sense. Well, it's like, gained, why? gained ground, that theory now. It's actually people are referring it to the middleman theory. Go to the source, man. It's yeah. like what Patrick, what's his name? Baboomian. Baboomian? Yeah, Baboomian. And he's one of the world's strongest men. And he says, if you want to be as strong as an ox, don't eat the ox. Eat what the ox eats. And that makes so much sense, doesn't so, it? Um, going back to sort of like people who bash veganism, there's a doctor called Sean Baker. Um, who like is like pro meat, pro meat, pro meat. And anyway, I watched one of his videos about dissing the science behind um, game changers, which don't believe because the science of the game changers is absolutely sound and it's accredited. Oh, by James the, Cameron is a... is accredited by the American, um, the American College of uh, Lifestyle Medicine. Well, hold um, on, because we could say we don't trust American food. Well, no, so. no, no, this is true, and you can't and you can't sort of cherry pick. But then you know, look at this is a good example because if you you can't cherry pick and i agree with cherry picking but then look at what has preceded that so we know that people are getting fatter they're getting sicker they're dying younger yeah um and a whole raft of other diseases all on animal diets so yep. so you know it doesn't take an einstein to say let's not eat animals and then see how people be- respond to that and if you watch forks over knives it shows you the actual data of countries that don't eat a Western diet. Yeah. And they've got like 17 cases of cancer yeah. in the whole population. Yeah. And they don't have osteoporosis. And you're like, you can't argue with those stats. Like even during the war, yeah. when the Russians and they, I think Norway stopped eating milk. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It, the direct correlation with Heart the, yeah. yeah. And then when the war ended, yeah. the milk came back in the diet. You can't argue with that. That's yeah. like, that's, that's the truth. But also, science is not, you know, you can pick apart every, every single science. Absolutely, you can always add Pro-vegan, anti-vegan, pro-meat, yeah. anti-meat, you can pick it apart, period. That's but, called but, spin, isn't it? And it's but the, the, sowing the, a seed of doubt. The crux is, science is just not definitive, it's an accumulation of evidence. Yeah. So it becomes a body that becomes so inignorable, it's an elephant in the room. Yeah. So it's, it's like your polonium, it's like your tobacco, it's like wearing seatbelts. Yeah. These tests have been done that really do highlight that you just, if you're arguing for an animal-based diet, no disrespect, but you're a comedian. You're a, you're a comedian. You're not anyone who's done solid research. I love it. I love it. It's true. It's, it's just hilarious. Now, when I hear arguments to promote an animal-based diet, I just think, I just, I, I, I pity them. I, I like Mr. T, I pity yeah. the fool. Well, what Seriously. they're doing, though, is they're preying on a market. They're seeing an opportunity there. Yeah. And they're trying to... I think try and it's good actually to have an argument. Otherwise, yeah. it, like society wouldn't work if we weren't all different. But yeah, I think they're preying on people who want. What did you say about their habits? Good news about bad habits. Yeah. So hey, you can eat butter yeah. and red meat, and that's really good for you. But oh, it's not good for the rest of the world or yeah. the fucking animal. So. But it yeah. isn't good for you. That's the thing. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's a complete lie off the bat. Yeah. Everything's a lie. So, uh, you know, in terms of the food and nutrition information that promotes an animal-based diet, um, it's just, you know, um, it's like the tobacco companies moving their stuff from the West and promoting it in Africa. Yeah. You know, it, it's abhorrent. You know, it's yeah. all it is is manipulating ill-informed people 
who I don't unfortunately have the education that the Westerners have, um, or the majority of people have, i.e. internet or whatever, their own ability to read books and, and do their own research. And then it's preying on the, you know, the poor, and it's preying on the ill-informed. Um, yeah. And it's it's just, you know, that's just not cool. That's just not cool, period. Well, I think we all agree. Agree with that. And that's... it doesn't have to be that way. You know, you can really be a, an ethical, um, like, Patagonia. Like, you yeah. know, an ethical business. My favourite brand. Big yeah. shout out to yeah. Patagonia. You know, you, you can have ethics behind your business. Yeah. And it's... Um, you know, it's just really sad that you've got people in charge, powerful people, rich people, um, that want to continue making money off the poor. Yeah, but it is changing. There is a revolution yeah, coming, yeah. and there's a lot to be positive about. I've got a question for Lynn. Lynn, yes. what advice would you give to someone who's starting out on the path to being whole food, plant-based? Well, keep it simple. You don't have to do really fancy out-of-the-way recipes you don't have to you know re be reading um, complicated recipe books there are some really good simple things that you can eat out there um, and what I would also say is if you don't want to do it straight away I know this kind of falls and again some people just go straight off the bat um, but if you find that harder depending on where you're living who you're living with yeah uh, you know you're, you're it's not easy folks yeah you know, you might be in a country that's not as easy to to get that stuff. But if you've got a plentiful supply of fruit and veg yeah. and spices, you can make whatever you want. Um, yeah. And I found one. And it's tasty. And you exactly. can do it cheaply. Just need a little bit of planning. And I was never a huge cook. I, I never liked being in the kitchen. My cooking when I was vegetarian was very boring. A little bit too boring sometimes. You know, I never had any imagination. Uh, as soon as I went vegan and especially because when I went vegan I went whole food plant well done because there's a lot of unhealthy I, vegans out there there are and I cut out all the processed crap and Woo! suddenly my cooking my culinary skills went to a whole <laughs> level and ninja yes and I'm not a fan of reading recipes I might read a recipe for an idea. It's always YouTube, yeah. But then, yeah. Making your own. Exactly, but then I will and just... And the fun and the creativity. Yes, exactly. So I will just look in the fridge, see what I've got and think, oh, okay, I'll just throw this and this and this in here and yeah. see what comes out. And, well done, then. And sometimes that's what it's all about. But, you know, if you really want to keep it simple, um, then one thing I like to do is cook up a, a pan of quinoa, stick it in a bowl, chop up peppers, avocado, tomatoes, red onion, um, what else, uh, mango, uh -huh. uh, just um, broccoli, everything, just everything, apples, just chop it all up, put it in, mix it around, just get every colour under the sun that you can find, and then a little bit of apple cider vinegar on top, a little bit of nutritional yeast and hemp seeds. It's a really good, easy meal. Well and done. And you can, you can cook that up, and if it's just you, then you can maybe let that last a good four or five days. Uh-huh. So it doesn't have to be difficult. Yeah. So, Dan, can I pass over to you then? As a new vegan, yeah. how do you deal? Well, you're not a new vegan, but what would you recommend to vegans who are going out for dinner? Um, okay, there's, there's several options. Um, 
I re- I How do you deal with it? Okay, well, I try and take charge of the whole dinner affair. So <laughs> well, I we went actually... for dinner the other night. It's an interesting story. So I, so I would actually go, I would book the restaurant. Yeah, um, and you'll have the conversation before. Precisely, yeah. Which is genius, because so, I always turn up and then they're like, what? But speaking so, to you before is very clever. Yeah, you, you have the chat with the restaurant beforehand, and um, so that when you rock up, you know, you can use, you can use order what you like. But also, if you're going with non-vegans as well, um, you know, don't even tell them you're going to a vegan restaurant. Yeah. Or, you know, go to one that has vegan options. And again, you, you book that venue. Um, but there's other options that, you know, restaurant, pretty much all restaurants will have salad and fries, period. And that's your go-to, like, plan B if everything else is <laughs> Do you know what? I available. love fries! Yeah. I love them, the crispiness. Um, but you've got to check they're not cooked in animal fat. But yeah, I know, but this is like, uh, James Aspie talks about perfectionism. You know, like, yeah. the road we're running on now yeah. has animal parts in. Yeah. And, you know, you can't, you can't escape it. Yeah. So, you know, the, 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 the key is not necessarily to be 100% perfect. L- Lynn disagrees. It's to be, it's to be, it's to be <laughs> as, uh, as perfect and least harmful as you can. And, um, yeah. you know, it's, if you go to a restaurant and the chips are cooked in, uh, in the same fat as the, the meat, you know, okay, yeah, it is what it is, but oh, don't you're also, get the chips. But, uh, yeah, or don't get the chips, but... Yeah. The, you know, you're, that's one less meat dish that that restaurant is serving. Yeah. So, you know, it's then gaining business from you not eating or choosing meat. And also what you're doing is you're helping them go, okay, there's a market for this... Uh, Non-meat. So let's create something. Yeah. And I have to say, just to add in about salads, because most people think, oh, fuck, if I go vegan, I've just got to eat salad. Yeah. And that could not be further from the truth. No. Like, you can eat... Like, I fucking love food. Yeah. Like, I love it. I'm addicted to it. Every... I love it. Yes. Yeah, way more now. Yeah, and it, even if it doesn't taste good, like, if I know it's going to make me live longer and be more annoying like, to unhealthy people, then I'm like, yeah, apart from the nonny juice. No, you have your nonny juice. Lynn, can you tell us all about nonny juice? Nonny juice. So nonny is this really weird fruit that grows in the tropical regions, uh, very prevalent in Hawaii actually. It's this uh, strange looking fruit, it, you don't eat it, well I guess you could, uh, but the idea is you ferment it down to make a juice, noni juice, N-O-N-I. <laughs> and, Dot uh, com. Yeah, <laughs> and it is so good for you, it doesn't taste great, but you can add it, you can add it to your smoothies. Yeah. You can add some other juice to it. Yeah. You can just whack it down as a shot. Yeah. Uh, Which is quite funny. It is quite pungent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is good. It's got a lot of antioxidant properties, anti-cancer, antipsychotic. This is why I've been trying to get these two to eat. But it's just so good for you, as is many other yeah. products out there, many other foodstuffs. Yeah. What I have done uh, recently is. Um, when our supermarket has a special on um, of, yeah, let's say, watercress, you know, it's a peppery, uh, quite a strong yeah. flavoured leaf. Yeah. And I hate it, you know, like, it's, I like it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So you love I, things. I, dis- I dislike that, that leaf, um, unless it's mixed in with a salad. There we go. So it's, it's good in that respect. But I've, of late, I've forced myself to have a cup of that raw before I have my smoothie. Ooh. And it's, it really does feel 
really good for it. So, yeah. so it's like this, so I equate it to having my vit like a multivitamin. I don't take multivitamins, um, but so I'll take the the watercress and you know have that as a as a vitamin boost if you like. Yeah. And it's got you know everything that a supplement doesn't have, like the fiber, the phytonutrients, uh, nutrients, um, the antioxidants, all of that. Um, so it's a win-win. But I do actually feel within about 20 minutes or so from eating it, if you just feel so much, you feel positive, you yeah. feel really good. And I think Energized. that's got something to do with it didn't taste nice and you, your self-esteem, yeah. you overtook your feelings. Yeah. You said, no, I'm gonna drink this, it's better. So yeah. I've got a similar story. When I first went vegan eight years ago, I was drinking, I wasn't uh, alcoholic, but I was certainly just a binge drinker, English dude yeah. that would just drink like a fish at the weekends. Yeah and smoke, and smoke drugs, and party party, and uh, and then when I went, fuck this, this is boring. I'm really bored of this lifestyle. Yeah. I got wheatgrass, because apparently it helps you get over um, oh, chemical habits. Addictions. Addictions, so, and it's like eating the choppings from a lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's yeah, fucking yeah. horrible, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it really made me feel good. Yeah. And I was like, well, if I can do that, I can go with that cigarette. If I can do that, I can say no you to these people. That. You can drink noni yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm cool, so like I don't need to. But I'm going to put my noni in. And you can eat moringa uh, Lynn is the noni Nazi. She's pushing it on us, but in a good way. We love her. And moringa. And one day, I look back on this podcast and go, "Fuck, you were right, Lynn." When I'm 180, <laughs> we're like, "It was down to the noni." It was down. Yeah, there'll be a study out saying noni makes you have superhuman powers and really that's what I want <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I want to fly that's yeah, what uh, we do though when we're running we, we fly <laughs> we levitate when we run so I know you know when you look back like our run the other day we busted out eight miles and that time went like that didn't that it was, that was one of the quickest like feelings of passing of time but today even more that. so yeah. We've just done eight miles. Yeah. Yeah, and. Just yeah, but it seems, like a, it seems like an eternity. But just as you <laughs> mentioned, that was so coincidental because just as you mentioned, yeah. the other day after running eight miles, my watch beeped and it was bang on eight miles. Wow. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know about. Hey, gang, stick with me. I don't know about you guys, but, like, to me, and I'm being deeply honest here, running, I have found a bit boring. Yeah. And when I run on my own, yeah. I'm like, nah. So, I, I really prayed for to find a running group yeah and then i found not only a running group but some fucking badass vegan runners who are really nice people and now um the prospect of recording a little podcast yeah. is like it's super exciting because Multi. we're leveraging i think by talking and running yeah. we're getting a bit fitter but also we're all passionate about it yeah. and we're not only are we doing good for ourselves on this run maybe one person Listen to it, just one. Hi, mom. <laughs> and because of that, they go vegan. Yeah. And it changes their life yeah. dramatically. You said your mum's vegan, right? Yeah. Uh, and your dad's just gone vegan? Uh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. My mum is a wannabe vegan. And my dad is vegan when I'm at home and cooking for him. So let's be honest if everyone had a personal chef yeah. that only cooked yeah. plant based food, yeah. guess what? Yes. Everyone would be vegan. Yes. Because it's just the fact that it's difficult at first. 
to adjust to. Well, you know, you say that, but it's vegan, not really, is veganism, it? veganism is as simple as beans on toast. Seriously, if you're, you know, you're listening to this and you're worried about what do I eat, how do I eat it? Okay, so I'll give you an idea of what I have for breakfast. Oats with loads of stuff like fruit, banana, peanut butter, cinnamon. It is delicious. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then snacks, I'll have fruit. Um, and lunch, I'll have, let's say, beans on toast. And then in the evening, I might cook a pasta with tomato sauce, olives, um, garlic, onions, all, all sorts. You know, just all plant-based. It's delicious. You know, if you want something sweet, you can um, have some dates with peanut butter. Um, you can buy dark chocolate if it's 70%. You can go up, upwards. Which enhances you know, your sex life as well. You can, uh, you know, and it's healthy for you as well. Yeah. And um, it tastes nice. It's I lush. think lots of people I know think, oh, I don't like that food. Yeah. Like, personally, in if you're a vegan in the developed world, yeah. oh my God, it's no, so easy. I think the vegan meat yeah. is better than meat. Yeah. But even if it's something you don't like the taste of, if you throw it together with something else, yeah. and you don't taste it, yeah. Because you've got all this combination of different flavours. Noni juice, case in point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Throw it in your smoothie, guys. So, overall, so this is really quite interesting about a feeling. So I've been reading a lot. I love my audio books. Yeah. Thank you, Audible, because I'm not a big reader, but I'm a great listener because I'm always busy. Um, seldom, other than when I'm sat down in bed, I don't sit down and read books I want to yeah. but I love an active life I'm out doing kiting kayaking running with these two oiks and uh, and just generally being an active life so when I'm cooking cleaning um, commuting yeah. I'm always listening to audible and personally I'm not a big podcast fan this <laughs> is that recording a podcast just because I want something that's been edited yeah. I find that podcasts can waffle on a little bit and I'm like look just give me the good like stuff yeah. yeah but this is entertaining <laughs> I hope to someone mum hey mum <laughs> um, so I personally love books and one of I notice in lots of different books there's a correlation of universal truths yeah. and lots of wise people say the same thing just in a different way yeah. and I notice that and I think it, so much of our life comes down to how we feel and if we feel good, yeah. more good happens. Yeah, yeah. And things that make you feel good, the better we feel. I think that's how the universe works. Yeah. That's the language of the universe, is feelings, that vibration. Yeah, feeling is a huge overlooked thing. You know, Absolutely. Um, you know, everyone's obsessed about work, you know, getting deadlines met and all that shit. But, you know, feeling happy with yourself and then projecting that happiness outwards is a, a huge thing. But... Look, as, as, as someone, as um, I, I wouldn't say I had eating disorders, but uh, but um, I used to be. You were a fussy eater. Uh, I'm addicted to say, bananas. Well, I, you know, yeah, I went that. in and out of, of being bulimic uh, uh, years and years ago, um, and it just takes a, a, a long time for you to be uh, um, comfortable in your own skin. So it takes. You know, I look in the mirror some days and I think, I'm a, I'm a god, I'm a savage, I'm a machine. Yeah, yeah. And then I, there are other days I look in the mirror and think, oh, what a fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. so, it really does sort of... Um, I think we're all like that though, Dan. Yeah, you've got to That's have normal, that. isn't it? You've got to have that sort of acceptance about yourself. Yeah. And then that comfortable feeling about yourself. Self-love. Because, because you, you're not your body. You know, yeah. you are this sort of like 
spirit is you're like traveling in a body form. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're like you're only here for a brief yeah, period. I, I had that same thought the other day. Yeah, you are not your body. People yeah. don't actually care. Now, a friend of mine does say that it, our looks do matter, and he is right. Yeah. We are judged instantly. Yes. Yeah. But once you're past that instant judging, yeah. if you're a really nice person, meaning you listen yeah. and you give yeah. without rece- without uh-huh. expectation of receiving, then I think you can look like an ogre and people will still love you. Yeah. Shrek, case in point. Yes. Absolutely. There we go. So that's why a plant-based lifestyle, I think without question, if you're a whole food vegan, then you're going to feel better. Yep. Without, like me, recovering. So that 10K we did the other day, okay, it's not a regular thing. I broke my personal best. I'm not a natural runner. But all I had the day after was a little ache, a dull ache in my legs. Yeah. I'm pretty certain that people who <laughs> were not plant-based yeah. would have a week going, ah, <laughs> ooh. And, and on top of that, I did a kayak after for five hours. Yeah. Then I did a four-hour snorkel. And then I ate Beyond Burgers with you two. Yeah. Actually, that was, that was an amazing evening. But uh, yeah, so that I really put down to that plant-based diet. Yeah. You're eating energy, aren't you? You're eating. You're not eating. You're eating life, and you're not eating death. And it yes. sounds sort of like you know. Let's get into sort of philosophy and spiritualism and stuff like that. You know, you are um, going back to us not being our, our bodies. We're just sort of like beings or spirits inside a body form at the moment. Yeah. Um, you know, passing through life. And it's um, you know, if you're ingesting, you know, torture, suffering. Uh, abuse it's just boys. it's such a negative cycle that yeah. you, you don't have to take part in and as soon as you like remove yourself from that negativity and you start embracing a plant-based diet yeah but lots of baby animals get killed in fields yeah like how can you justify <laughs> yeah, right. being well, a vegan more animals you know, die being a vegan okay okay I, I justify it. Well, it's not even a justification, it's an explanation because... But we're not... Damn, plants have feelings too, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was saying this to Karen, I, mean, I, said, I said, I didn't quite get uh, Tom's sarcasm, so I was about to give him a, a lecture <laughs> on, on sexual and nervous system in plants. Um, Thank you, Earthing Ed, for yeah. that. But, um, Thing yeah, is, you, you don't have to take part in that, that cycle of torture. We, uh, everything... You can't have a non... Uh, a non-killing life, if that's the right way to say it. Yeah. There's something going to get killed just by us being here. Yeah. And whether that's the ant that we've just stood on, yeah. or... I didn't, by the way. I dodged around him. <laughs> um, or, you know, uh, insects getting killed because of the crops that we eat. Yeah. Um, you know, just our presence. Just the fact that we're tearing up the ground to make way for housing. Yeah. Uh, everything we do has got an impact. Yes. And that is life. Yeah. But yeah. we can lessen that impact. We don't have to knowingly yeah. be part of it. Yeah. And and that's the difference. And that makes you feel good, doesn't it? Yeah. It makes you Knowing feel awesome. Knowing that nothing's suffering. Yes. Well, okay. As little as possible. Yes. Yeah, the most vegan act anyway, any vegan do, can do is die. Really. Yes. That's going to make anyone Actually, vegan yeah. happy. Has anybody watched, uh, it's an old movie, Soylent Green. No. Watch it. Soil ain't so, green. Soylent green. Soil, oh, yes. S O S O Y L E N T green. So, uh, Dan, what's your favourite uh, plant-based film? 
plant-based film. God will be the game changer. Uh, and <laughs> um, what the hell? Yeah. Um, and then it was running for good. Both produced by the same couple of guys, by the way. They're very good filmmakers, and they also produce Cowspiracy. Uh-huh. Um, Keegan Coon. Oh, sorry. Keegan Coon. Oh, I forgot <laughs> the other guy. But anyway, sorry. Great films. Um, but now it's been superseded by uh, Game Changers. Okay. Yeah. And Lynn? Well, I don't know if I've got a favourite. Uh, what the are ones your favourites? Well, the ones that I recommend people obviously at the moment the game changes because it's just so hot in the press right game now changes. <laughs> um, but definitely what the health food choices food ink uh, fox over knives uh, dominion uh, what else is there actually a good one for you brits to watch get on the land of hope and glory no no baby bbc i player oh yeah but you can't it's, get uh, that abroad you can if you do the, 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 the yeah, VPN. Yeah, how many people can you bother with that, Lynn? Come on. <laughs> anyway. Make it easy, Lynn. It's a, it's it's a, a British, British uh, film called Carnage. Yeah. And it's set in the future when everybody is vegan. And kids of Which that era. It's totally believable. It uh, is. Richard Branson says it. Yes. Uh, Bill Gates. And, uh, and the kids are astounded that their parents and grandparents used to eat meat. Oh, and then... And then there's, uh, there's the uh, like Meat Eaters at Anonymous where they're uh, in rehab for, or going to their meetings. Uh, M-E-A-T-I-A. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that, that's a good one. But there Excellent. are so many good documentaries out there. And, uh, you know, there's just so much you can inform yourself with. Actually, another good one that I do like, it is quite hard-hitting, and you, you guys might not have read it or watched it already. Called Earthlings. Oh God, yeah. I can't. Um, I, really watch, I can't watch it. I only watched 20 minutes of it. I yeah. was like, I'm done. And, and the point being, if you can't watch that, yeah, don't eat me. Then yes, exactly. That's what's going on. Yeah. And so, you know, there's so much, so many resources out there. Just little videos on YouTube. Earthling Ed. We've got his his videos. Joey Cabstrong, James Aspie. They're all got something to say, whether you want it to be the hardcore vegans like them. Actually, that reminds me, we, went, we were talking earlier about the word vegan and its connotations. Yeah. And vegan, for anybody that doesn't know, encompasses all walks of... Um, Animal exploitation. Yes. So if you're vegan, then you're doing it for yourself, for the planet, for the animals. You're not necessarily going to be a healthy vegan because there's so many amazing vegan options out there so much junk food that's vegan yeah. you know you've got greg's that have got their vegan sausage roll oh god you can be such an unhealthy vegan. you can and if you want to be sugary junk food exactly fat, you're not going to miss out if you want to be a fat yeah. person yeah. if you want to be a fat vegan easy. if you're doing it for the planet and the animals go and knock yourself out with all the vegan junk food Go for it. Yeah, this, you don't have to miss out. Yeah. That's, I think, the point that you're saying, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but then if you're going to be doing it for your health, then you're going to be more plant-based. Whole food. Whole food, plant-based. Yeah. Eating as it has been grown. So just health. Like physical, mental health. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Um, financial health. Like yeah. uh, just your whole life. And I just want to give a shout-out to my cousin, <laughs> Sean. Yeah. He was probably... 
probably not going to be listening to this, but we'll, we'll we will. We will. But he is three months older than me, so he's coming up 52. Before he got to the age of 50, he was riding around in a mobility scooter. He was overweight. He was on God knows how many medications. He was on so many medications, he didn't know how many he was on. His mental health was suffering. Everything was suffering. He started off on his journey by researching the, the meat and what goes into the food. So, you know, you're looking at the antibiotics, the steroids, the, the hormones, the, the GMO crops that have been fed to the animals. And he started doing his switch for that reason. He um, started cutting out the meat, realised once he'd done that he was losing weight, started to research it further, started to cut out dairy and eggs, went complete vegan, but he has gone full extreme. He generally won't eat out in a restaurant because he doesn't know, doesn't know what's in the food. Wow, okay. You know, he doesn't know, he won't eat anything processed. That's amazing. He, I met up with him just a, a little over a year ago, hardly recognised him when he walked through the door. Wow. And okay, I haven't seen him for a few years, um, but he looked amazing. He just, he his eyes, warmth, his eyes yeah, were I've shining, his eyes were shining, he'd slimmed down. Yeah. He, uh, he's got off all his, pretty much all his medications, his mental health returned. Uh, still has a few issues in that department, but overall, yeah, there we go. <laughs> but overall, just a complete turnaround. And now he's biking and hiking everywhere. Which is so good for the soul. Yes, yes. And, uh, and so, you know, having somebody in my family that has done that, just is, I'm so proud of him. Yeah, yeah. And because, you know, the Me rest too. of my family, I love you to bits, guys, but you just ain't listening. <laughs> I love you so much. Yeah. But I want you to make a difference. And it will make a difference. It will. It will. Yeah. I don't it. want to be Preaching. sitting by your deathbed. Well, it's tough, isn't and it? It is. Because we love people so yeah. much. Like the, the paradox, and I have this, it's like if you have a friend who was wearing a really silly jacket, really silly. Yeah. Like, and everyone was laughing in the behind the back. <laughs> and they were not getting the job that they wanted because of it. Would, would you would you tell them, hey? That jacket you're wearing, yeah, it's probably the reason why you're not getting the job you really want. Yeah, and yep. you've got no friends. Yep. And they're like, but I love this jacket. Yeah. Like, well, Jesus let them. I think you've got to say something. Yeah. And then shut up, maybe. Yes. Plant the seed and yeah. then step back. And we're Plant the seed. Too guilty. Yeah. Excuse the pun. Pushing a bit too hard. You know, we are compared to being like Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've had it said to me before by my very own sister. Yeah. Love you, Julie. I know you won't be listening to this. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> love you Judy yeah, love you Julie. Julie and uh, you know she has said that but why would we want to keep this stuff to ourselves yeah. and also we're Jehovah's Witnesses um, happy <laughs> yeah but they're they're not actively killing no yeah. they're not like okay maybe they're, oh, they're yeah. blood transfusions but the people we're telling yeah. it's like hey yeah. you're fucking my world up yes. by, just because of the, the other way yeah. that you've been brainwashed yeah. And a lot of people say, no, you're the one who's brainwashed. It's normal yeah. to eat that. Uh -huh. But it's like, look, and it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, with the fact that we're going out and telling everybody this, 
yes, we might sound like we're preaching. Yeah. But it's because why would we hold that stuff back? Yeah. yeah. Why would we You're know? You're not doing the right thing. Elephant Egg has a great um, analogy where he says, um, you, you walk past someone beating a dog. Yes. And uh, if you walk, if you go and join in beating the dog, then that's like you're a meat eater. Uh-huh. If you walk past them and do nothing, you're a vegan. Uh-huh. Um, but an activist goes over and takes a stick away yeah, yeah. and says, hey, stop beating that fucking dog. Yeah. And, I, and I like that yeah. because it's true. And I feel that we do have to say something. Um, but... And there are ways. There's such a thing as a hyperactivist who then take a stick away from the abusers with that same stick. Trust Dan to go that deep. That's what I I would probably do. So, one thing that I really, really believe in is that the only way we change stuff is we change where we spend our money. Yeah. Like politicians lobbying, um, posting angry Facebook comments, it's great, but the only way that we really make a difference in our society is when the money stops and then people can't do shit. Yeah. So every time we buy something, we're voting. And if we take, if we choose to spend our money somewhere else, then whole industries, we have power. And those people at the top chain who are socially engineering us to condition us to be a certain way, hate it. They don't, they want us. But they're scared and they're already investing in vegan meat. Because as soon as... They develop meat which tastes better and is cheaper. Everyone's going to do it because everyone wants to save money uh-huh. and everyone only cares. Well, not everyone, but most people can only see as far as the taste buds. So it's coming, whether you like it or not, whether you hate us or love us. <laughs> oh shit, why am I behind you, Tom? Sorry, dudes. I like to think that you can't hear. <laughs> I'm doing it in small, discreet. Vegan <laughs> Oh, was that a bit of wind power then? It's oh, really... Okay. Sorry, I missed you that one. You mean didn't hear? I didn't hear. Oh, my God. I think you timed it when the car went past. Yes! Me. How did you notice? <laughs> Dan didn't. He's... Well, um, I'm actually... You know, I'm actually honoured that you guys feel that you can <laughs> let wind, let off wind in front of me. It is. Instead of holding it in. A and, natural human thing. And, you know, I have let off wind in front of Dan. Good. It's only a matter of time, Tom, before yeah. it's going to happen in front of you as it's well. It's a human thing. It is. It's like breathing. If you're not pissing, doing, uh, farting, bleeding, or crying, yeah. you're not showing. And by the way, if, you're, if you are a runner, never trust a fart. <laughs> so we end the podcast on that? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> yeah, so this is the first one ever. I think if we continue to do it, I'll get a better sound quality. This is just recorded through my phone. While we've been running 10.13 miles. While we're running a 10 mile. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. If you made it all the way to the end, um, we love you. Thanks have a, for listening. Have a great day. Love you. Woohoo, love you. Good morning and welcome to the podcast. So just to put you in the picture this is Tom and I'm just on my way in the car as you can probably hear Um, we're experimenting with sound quality just trying to get a better uh, microphone and just meeting Dan and Lynn and Karen and Bri and Mike so uh, everyone's vegan or vegetarian um, and um, we all fit active 
and uh, Brian Micah the veggies and Lynn and myself and Dan are all vegan and sorry and Karen um, and it's been really interesting to uh, to do this because we've all got a really good energy about um, a really good energy about recording a podcast while going for a little run um, so it's very exciting um, we don't know what we're going to talk about today we've got a few questions I'm sure that will um, that will inspire some good stuff and, and above all we just really hope that anyone listening um, enjoys yeah we're just being real we're not um, we're not putting anything on well maybe a little bit <laughs> but no I'm joking but uh yeah, we, uh, we're just a bunch of friends, enjoy running, and we're all very passionate about uh, doing the right thing. So, um, the right thing for the environment, the right thing for our bodies, um, and obviously we really want to help anyone who's thinking of changing, or anyone who has changed, and kind of goes through the same things. Um, and of course, veganism, plant-based, is veganism's got a bit of a funny word isn't it most people are like oh god vegans and uh whereas plant-based is a lot nicer um so anyway um yeah hopefully it's a use to someone out there and it's mildly entertaining now i've turned up and i think i'm the first one here and it's 4.53 in fact yes I am the first one here and it's on record so I'm going to pause and wait for the others because I think on my own I might get a little bit boring two minutes have passed already and I've given no good content really so <laughs> okay let's pause this okay yes I definitely am the first one here and I was here very early, at least 4.53, and uh, Lynn was late, and she's always moaning about Dan being late, so now I'm going to go over and give Lynn a bit of shit for being late, because it's quite funny. Um, so, uh, so you're, you're late, Lynn! Uh, Apologies to anyone about the language. Thank you for listening and getting through that. We will try to tone down the language. Um, okay, let's go and give some shit. It's very dark and it's very windy today. And uh, it should be. Hopefully the sound quality is better. We'll let you be the judge of that. Let's go and give you some shit. Morning, Lynn. Oh, You're late. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> We've got a new microphone. Ooh, I this is what you was talking to. This is the microphone. So I started the podcast because I was early. Oh. And I've been telling you everyone. You was early. How early? One I minute was... and 15, 18 seconds. <laughs> no, so no. just got here before me. 4.53 I arrived. Oh, it might have been. I can't remember. And it was funny because you didn't turn up until 5.02. No. It's 4.58. No. No, this wrong. is never wrong. This is, you can't. Mine sets GPS. 
This is, of course, set to GPS. <laughs> this is like no it's way. I don't know what time you are on. That uh, means it oh. was even later the other day, then. Oh. So we have, it's pitch black dark, by the way, <laughs> and we can see the stars. Look at that. That really is beautiful. And the moon, and it was really windy last night, wasn't it? Did you no, feel the wind? It? Yeah. Oh, can I leave my keys in yes, your. So this is a very experimental whether or not I should record everything because probably people. <laughs> probably not. People are bored by now. They're like, oh my god, what are you guys doing? And here comes Brian Mike. Five in the morning, I'm going to shove a microphone in their face. <laughs> morning. Morning. How are you? Hang on time. Look, you're no. Look. No. No. What, look. No. 4.59. No. That's really wrong. Oh, I've got, it's 5.04. Oh, that's rubbish. And it's 5.05 on here. You clearly live in the future. Exactly. I've got five you're all late. Yes. And look, you're mine's late. just changed to five o'clock. Yeah, mine's just changed to five o'clock. We're synchronised. Everyone's late. Yeah. You're by yourself. Why is mine then 505 if mine's GPS based? Do, no, I don't think yours is. Morning, Mike. Morning. How, How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It was really windy last night. It was raining, yeah. I woke up many times. Yeah, me too. It it was uh, raining and it was, uh, but actually now it's quite nice. It's super clear, isn't it? There's Dan and Karen. No, yeah. they're, they're come. Only, they're, only, they're on time, five o'clock. No, they're late. You're <laughs> all late. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. That's a cool car, isn't it? Well, that just means you were just seriously late the other day. Then. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> morning. We've got a running club. Good morning. Dan is late, just for the record. <laughs> this is the noise of Dan. That's that. Yeah, that's Tom's trumpet. <laughs> Look at this. Look. Oh, we've got a mic. So, just experimenting with it. Yes, yeah, so it's like a lapel mic, and it goes. Yeah. Sex Good toy. Morning. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. God, it does look Good like morning, a sex toy. Good morning. <laughs> Uh, it's much nicer kissing, Karen. So yours was a bit more stubbly. Uh, I shaved this morning. You shaved? Oh my god! He <laughs> said, "Oh my god, are we recording?" Yes, that's for the record. That's Karen's first appearance on the podcast. She said she shaved. I can't lie. I feel sick. <laughs> I know that feeling. Let's go for a jog then, yeah? Oh yeah, I guess that's why we're here, right? No, I'm just standing in a car park chatting. Yeah, that's what I got It's beautiful though, isn't it? Oh, we were wondering if we should bring it. Oh, I couldn't yeah. find mine, so the light oh, isn't it. Oh, we've got the phones. Oh, yeah, I think no. I've packed my, I've packed my headlight already for Cambodia. So, I think. Right. I think uh, we can manage that light. Little headphones. So headphones? what? Headphones. Rechargeable ones vegans. as well. Yeah. Sorry. Have I you got start. rechargeable ones? Yeah. It's so cool. And I've got. A, did you take a solar panel with you to the desert? Yeah. You did. <laughs> it's so, like it's the best gadget I've got. It's really cool. Because we did ditch it because we had a portable battery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I've got this big, it's a fold out one, so it kind of folds out to about this big. And then, uh, 
Yeah, and it really works. I'm really amazed that uh, all my gadgets are now powered by the sun. The problem is we were in like forest area most of the time and it didn't pick up the light. <laughs> So it wasn't charging. Was yours you just a... have the phone literally like zzz, 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 in the back because it would just pick up the charge and then not like go again. Is yours a good one? Was it like? I don't know. We got it off Mark Parrish. Oh really? Yeah. So, but it, what is it like a solar? Just basically solar panel. It was good direct sunlight here. You yeah. Okay, but if it wasn't direct sun, then it well, was no, a bit of a no. See, this, my one does non-direct sunlight, which is really... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's still awesome, though, isn't it? Yeah, very Wow. Yeah. Ooh, look, we've got dancing people going on. Right. Go. Sexy Do pace it. wins the race, Karen. This is it. This is it. Here we are. Slow down, slow down. <laughs> no, seriously, that's way too fast. It's fast. This is the pace. Security gonna have their like Put all these torches Seen uh, Pitch Perfect? Yes. D S M. Yeah. D S M. Yeah. What's Pitch Perfect? It's it's the. You're mouth of cinema. See, um, it's Rebel Wilson. Uh, Rebel Wilson, the Aussie chick. What? Um, yeah, mind the power, Kate. Um, Anna Kendrick. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a comedy, and they sing a cappellas in college. Sorry, university. It's so good, I love it. So, well, we binge watched all three the other week. <laughs> wow, I haven't I watched any. To watch this, like, yeah, dude, you need to see it. Seriously. Okay. I, I have seen one of them. What's up, bitches? <laughs> oh, it's like Krypton Factor. Are we fully or not? Yeah, I'm just like experimenting, so oh, okay. we can see what it comes out as <laughs> later. Who has been watching? Uh, all right, now we're talking sort of chip flicky stuff. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Oh no! Years ago, is that? It's back on. Yeah, it's it's back on. But I'm I'm sort of watching it for research purposes because I'm going back home to London and my and my family. They all watch it. Yeah. Who's in the jungle? So we've got uh, Kenna. No, who's the who's the the guy who is now a girl? Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, no. Kardashian. Kardashian. Used to be Bruce. Yeah. Okay. Former decathlon. Uh, decathlete, rather. Olympic Any champion, actually. Anyway, yeah. Also, yeah. He's he's like seriously, yeah, successful uh, athlete. So uh, was a guy, now a girl, and. Uh, oh. Yeah. And uh, okay. so he's she. Sorry, she did it. And then James Haskell, rugby player. Okay. Um, and then you've got. Righty. Ian Wright. Ian Wright. He's cool. Um, and the rest are irrelevant because they're all too young. <laughs> <laughs> we none of us know them. Well, Apart from Bri. Exactly. Bri's still. Bryony is still. Sorry, Bri. Yeah, you two might know them. <laughs> we whippersnappers. My legs hurt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can we slow down? <laughs> Karen, please slow down. No, no, whatever place I feel comfortable. Yeah. Comfortable is in bed. <laughs> that is exactly right. <laughs> what time did everyone set their alarm for? 4.20. Lynn? 3.45. No. Lynn is always going to win. Lynn. Lynn. Lynn is the countryside. Lynn doesn't sleep. What about you? You were 4.20. 4.20, yeah. And? We're going soaking wet from the rain. Mike, did you leave a window open? No, we've got a hole in the roof. <laughs> I have several holes in my roof. That's island life. So that was, uh, yeah, sitting on a wet seat. Snooze for 10 minutes. I set my, when the alarm went off, I pressed the snooze button. Nice. Right, I officially got off at 3.55. Wow, I love Lynn. that film you were in, Lynn. I, robot. <laughs> oh, my legs hurt. Oh, my legs hurt. <laughs> Oh. Thank you all again, Tom, for introducing me to Audible. Oh, cool. Which I, which I was aware of already. I just didn't realise the huge benefits of it. Because once you start listening to it, unless you're doing something like driving, yeah. you can't sit still. No, especially if it's a really good book yeah. as well. And there is lots of really good books. No, because it seems the purpose. Because then you might be reading, a, then you might as well read a book. Yeah. So the fact that you're listening to it okay. makes you want to do things. Reading is like a meditative tip thing, right? Yeah, but I'd rather be out doing but stuff. Isn't it better for your brain to read? But you can do yeah. Uh, yes, so. apparently so. You can do stuff at the same time, like cleaning your house and do all those things that you've been meaning to do for ages. Five to better. But how much are you actually taking on board? Oh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on how you, you learn, does not it? For hiking. It Did you? So you guys have Audible as well? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's the best time I've done it is when we were hiking. I never thought of that as uh, audiobooks while hiking. That's yeah, awesome. That's yeah. Then you don't have to talk to each other. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you've got to be. Can't concentrate. Good. While I was doing the pocket plate email last night, then I had to put. Pause. Like, pause the rental. No. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Ryan, he was on that. Yeah, all over. <laughs> but David Goggins is particularly amazing, isn't he? Listening to him, he's just so full of passion and hatred. Yeah, it's too dark to take souls. Yeah. I don't like the way they've done that audio book because he's talking in between. So he and the other guy who narrates it. Yeah. Having this little podcast going on in between. Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, kind of an yeah. experimental format. A bit like this. Plus we're going into a little bit more depth about what just happened in the book as well. Yeah. Which is interesting. What's yeah. the duration of the, uh, the book uh, in audible uh, form? One million hours. Yes, that's what I was doing. No one saw but you. Oh, I'm with you. Sorry, yeah, depends. Sorry, what's this? Probably what, about 10 hours, maybe normal speed? Yeah. Okay. Um, but then you can put it on. Does the pitch go up when it goes high? No! No, it doesn't. Oh, interesting. Did you not know that? Because we only DJs who have pitch lock when they DJ music, so you don't like play like Mickey Mouse on Helios. It's just a fucking algorithm now, dude. Yes. It's just like. Did anybody listen to our podcast 
No! no. I didn't. Sarah, I was meant to listen to your podcast whilst I ran. I, yeah. <laughs> the first time I listened to it was on normal speed. Then I thought, oh, that was so good, I want to listen to it again. And so, if anybody who listen to it, oh, obviously just me, Dan and Tom were talking about now because we were there in the moment. But could you identify exactly where you were? <laughs> yeah. Me too. What would be really funny would be listening to our podcast while running. Running. Yeah. No, okay, that's a, it's a little bit silly. You should also say good morning to uh, Harry Potter as we run past her house because apparently she heard us all. Oh, nice. You should pull on a little theme tune if you're in Palestine. <laughs> yes. Wait, I've got a leg session with a leg, so please don't it off. <laughs> to save time. So. Yeah. Um, so yes, anyway, a big up for the audio book. Um, well done. I'm very happy to hear that. I need the did I, reading cycle. Did I mention that I am a master? Oh, okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I would like to just mention, not that I'm one to blow my own trumpet, but yeah, it's just awesome. You need lighting books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the... Probably just read the shortest title. Yes. Hold it back, Lynn. You're going Sorry. fast. Come on. The Garmin says no, Lynn. And Brian, look, the dark horse over there. Brian? She's like... Brian might like to run fast. He's going to want Morning, sir. Morning. 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 As background, I'm the beginner. This is only my first, second ever 10K. Car, car, car. Car. Oh. oh my god. Oh my god, we survived. Oh god. Say hi if everyone's okay. We survived. Hi. <laughs> Lynn, you can make a noise. And Karen, please don't be funnier than me. Okay? You've got to give me something. Don't worry, in a minute I won't be able to talk, so you're fine. Just tone it down. Leave the comedy to the boys. Shh. Morning! <laughs> Which one's Carol's? <laughs> Is that Carol's house? Morning, Carol. It's five. Probably me, it's about 7.30 by my watch. Oh, Carol, I'm wearing topic walk. Oh, I think we Carol and the walker up. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did hear that. Oh, well, Carol, like, public service, running past houses at five in the morning, checking alarms. That's what we do. So now, Karen, you can tell her that we did here. Lynn, back it up. Yeah, wind it in, Lynn. <laughs> Come on, Karen. Come on, please. Does anyone see the Stark materials? The new TV series? Did you read the books? They're phenomenal. So good. No, but I watched the movie, which wasn't as good. But, uh, What's it called, Lynn? Um, sorry, <laughs> calling everyone Lynn. Um, so here's dark materials, and it's about the here's golden compass story. Dark materials. materials yeah. I have no the idea what that is. The golden compass story. Golden compass. No, the golden. <laughs> golden, the beautiful gold. colour golden. <laughs> oh, the golden. The yeah. Oh, the golden compass. And they've all got their little souls, which are like animals instead of like actually souls within you. Interesting. It's really cool. Never heard of it. Why is it good? Oh, it's just exciting. It's the new Game of Thrones. Oh. It's the new Game of Thrones. That's all I've ever seen. 
So you heard it here first. Oh, I don't know. But she looks like one of our friends. Like, really looks like one of our friends. You've got friends? I thought I did. Wow, do they know? That's my best joke. Oh. <laughs> what a beautiful morning though. It's just starting to get to get lighter. It is, yeah. Officially. Straw. Exactly, this is what I said. <laughs> Lynn and her light. We should call her Disco Lynn. <laughs> Good job, no one's got epilepsy. <laughs> Criteria uh, vest with lights. It doesn't say a criteria uh, vest with lights that actually work. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. But I have another one. Is that coming handy for the Berlin Wall Hundred? Uh, August. Wow. August the fifteenth and sixteenth. And how many miles is that? Uh, hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. Could have been like ninety-seven. Hundred point zero five. I love it. It's in uh, lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. And he says, "Why do they call him Boris the Bullet Dodger? Because <laughs> he dodges bullets at me." <clears throat> yeah, I like Guy Ritchie films. Oh, they're the best. Yeah. Favorite Guy Ritchie film? No one talks about it. It's the rules. Uh, no, Fight Club. But that's Guy Ritchie, isn't it? No. Oh. It's a sell of fucking century. Fuck it, we're keeping it. Okay, from Mr. and Mrs. Robinson, that was a quote from the movie. We're allowed to use the F word. I'm not confident that this bit is going to make this is going to end up on the cutting room floor because I think it's uh, the microphone is only good for being on someone's uh, lapel. Yeah. I don't think, I think. So everybody can hear you, but nobody can hear us. Basically. Well, it says <laughs> two. Plan, it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a Tom, it's a Tom Fuller podcast. That's it. So there's two, the two types of mi- microphone. One of them. Hey, hey. He has no I've got many Facebook friends. <laughs> so possibly now's a good time. To I can edit this kind of yes. to ask because we've got to ask the question why? Um, so this is directed to Karen. Um, why are you vegan? 
Um, pretty much the same reasons as Dan, I guess. Like we're sitting. That's at not the... good enough. Oh, sorry. That's not a valid reason. Okay. That's, that's not good enough for people who are only tuning into this episode. Yes. Yeah, so they they're like, oh, because Dan is. Oh, so I'll do it then. Well, you could have just given me a nod up that questions were coming my way. <laughs> um, okay. I was sitting at the kitchen table. I think it was at January. This is better. Yeah, and I just was like. I just can't go to the supermarket and buy the same old stuff and that <laughs> terrible meat. The chicken that oozes water more than chicken. Ooh. The gristle in the thighs. The pork. I just couldn't do it. So Dan and I looked at each other and were like, let's try vegan for a week. Let's push it out there. Nice. Uh, and then we downloaded the Rich Roll yeah. app for the food. Yeah. Rich Roll! And we got some inspiration from there and then we did a week. And then, two years, almost two years later, we're still vegan. And wow. haven't died yet. All good. How's, nice and strong. Do you have a protein deficiency yeah. there? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. And yeah. I never used to be a runner, and I'm just out on my second 10K, so... While, while, up doing, the plants. while doing an interview. I know. And this is my first time without headphones, because I don't like the sound of my breathing. <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay, so and I didn't catch the reason why. Though, was it just you were sick of meat, meaty products? Yeah, that was the primary reason. But I was vegetarian for like 16 years when ah, I was a teenager. Okay. So it was kind of... Going back to... Yeah, it, I already had that kind of inherent subconscious animal ethic thing going on anyway. Yeah. And then, I can't lie, the primary reason was just simply I can't buy the quality of meat we have here. And then suddenly you go down that rabbit hole... You feel better, look into the ethics, yeah. and it all just aligns, doesn't it? Yeah. Wow, that's a really nice, a nice reason. I've never thought of that. So yeah, and now, as a vegan, how do you feel? Brilliant. Yeah? Brilliant. Uh, physically brilliant. I've lost uh, about 40 pounds. Wow. Um, and do you miss a lot of food? No, nothing. But I did have a wobble because... And to sound female issues, I had dizzy spells around the time of my period. Okay. So I had an iron. Yeah, I was, go- I was just going to say, just suggest iron. That's interesting. But I downloaded Chronometer, which is an app where you can, it's like a food diary. But it's quite detailed in your minerals and vitamins. Uh, and so I did that just to check out where I was going. Uh-huh. And then you can just adjust, right? Yeah. So pumpkin seeds I have every day. Um, increase my spinach. Pumpkin seeds are gold, aren't they? Yeah. You know, so you... You need moringa. Moringa. You, you use moringa, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. And, that's oh, okay. and also I read the other day that spinach and things yeah. actually inhibits your iron intake. What? If you don't cook it. No. Yeah. Well, no. Have to, you have to have it with vitamin C as well, right? I didn't read that bit. Well, I heard magnesium uh, gives your body... Better absorption of everything, so that's right. why I take magnesium. Right. Um, okay. But that's really horrible so is to that do. A supplement. Yeah, well, because I think cooking anything destroys the uh, best nutrients. I think it depends on the, the vegetables, doesn't it? Yeah, because tomatoes, I hear that if you cook it, it releases more. Yeah. So you still get iron, but it's just not as powerful, and it slightly inhibits your ability to intake. The full amount of iron in these, gre- these leafy green vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, is a female athlete as well with her. Uh, yeah. 
I, I think because you're pushing your body so much. Yeah. Possibly. With, you know, if you're at the time of the month, which you know can have a big impact as well. Yeah. Losing a lot there. So I did go back, but during this wobble, I went back and had a piece of meat, and just was like, this was very early on. Like, okay, let's see. You know, is this my body telling me I need meat? Then ate meat, didn't eat all of it, hated it. <laughs> I was like, that's clearly not it. Yeah. And then went away and had cheese. And again, I'm like, oh, no, God. this is a, I don't need any of this. I know. <laughs> it's so funny people go, mmm, cheese though. But then when you watch a documentary about dairy <laughs> and you know what it is, yeah. you're like, ooh, <laughs> thanks. I'll have the cashew variety, thank you. Have you, uh, have you watched Dairy is Scary? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I've annoyingly then, forwarded then, it to everyone I know. And then uh, Earthling Ed has just released uh, something on dairy as well. Yeah, I saw that and I had to stop because I'm like, do you know what, Ed? I love you, but I know all of that. I don't want to yeah. have nightmares tonight. Which is why most people don't want to watch things like yeah, that. Yeah, and that's why Game Changers is so good. Yeah. Because it just takes a different stance on it. And it it's do- not doesn't about show you yeah. the ethics. And he said, I think, the director or someone said, we, we didn't want to show that route because there are other movies that do it. Yeah. yeah. Which is just crazy, isn't it? How, like, there's so many reasons, and and you can be convinced without yeah. even looking at the ethics. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so. You look like you were glowing the other morning, Karen, and that was before yoga, by the way. Oh. Was that kind? Thank you. Had, but you, know, you learn all the time and you have to break back I, I can't I have to confess it's so easy nowadays to fall into junky vegan mode oh god yeah right? it's easy isn't yeah. it really easy now yeah it's never been easier to go vegan so you have to take a restock sometimes I look at Dan and go no we have to rein this in yeah and we have to go back to whole food plant based uh-huh. and get get that tin of lentils out my friend yeah <laughs> <sighs> Yes, no, that's... You do have to watch it, and it's, it's just adjusting, and then, you know, people's perception, so it's quite a high-carb diet as a vegan. Yeah, and that's, you, you would think that's a bad thing. Yeah, and but... then you've got to re-educate people that this is not a bad thing. No. no, carbs is what our brain needs. That's why we're supposedly intelligent. Them. Yeah, uh, but they're in they're in apples. They're in grapes. Yeah. yeah. So you know, you do this chronometer, and you're like, two hundred thousand carbs, free cow. But you're like, it's in everything we eat. Yeah. And then again, you can choose your carbs. You know, sometimes Dan and I just have toast in the evening. Yeah. It is. That's the mindset changes that most people. I think what I noticed is, I, I don't need three square meals every single day with meat and veg, like. <laughs> In the evening, I know I don't want to activate my digestive system. Yeah. And of course, if you eat late, it's ridiculously unhealthy because when you're sleeping, you're not really sleeping. You're uh, uh, processing food. Uh, and that makes complete sense to me. So, yeah, I'm very happy in the evening. Last night, actually, I stuffed my face just before bed with hummus. Oh, can we just. Sometimes when you're hungry, you just go for it. Yeah. There are times when you've trained hard that week. There's, you just have no idea and sometimes in the evening you're just ravenous so just go for it yeah especially you can never overeat too much fresh fruit and vegetables true yeah. now surely just that's just watch the toast yeah <laughs> but 
and the bourbons. Sometimes hunger is the body. Sometimes confuses hunger with thirst. Yep. So if you are hungry, have water first, and then that can suppress you what you thought was your hunger. Yes. It kind of fills your belly up, doesn't it? Yeah. Just you know your body is craving something and it could just be the water it's craving nothing else even if you don't feel thirsty uh, which i think probably all of us are guilty of not drinking enough water yeah i know i am yeah <laughs> strangely enough living in a hot country i am guilty of not drinking enough water yeah, and this is easier here yeah because it's hot right but then i do get a lot of my water from my fruits as well so you know so how much water would you say you drink a day one million oh. litres not enough. Okay. Do you want a mini me? Is that what you want? <laughs> yeah. Is that where we're going with this? Listen, I can't help whatever anyone says. How much? How big? Like my instant response is one million dollars. See, that's interesting. Mine's 800. 800 how far million. are you going? 800 dollars. <laughs> Anything. It tends to just be 800. Jeez. But how far did you go? 800 miles. Catherine, I've told you a million times oh, not to exaggerate. Set yourself a new challenge. <laughs> doing 800 miles in 800 minutes <laughs> see I've got to mention that running like this it's not I mean I think we're jogging because we're all able to kind of talk a little bit and to me this is so much more enjoyable than running on my own listening to music like it's stimulating and enjoyable uh, so yeah I highly recommend getting together with some friends and having a natter while you jog. And I just say, as a non-runner, I used to be very sporty at school, so I was a team team player. So I used to do hockey seven times a week, so I used to be very sporty. But running, bring that day when you did that cross-country, I was ill, <laughs> I'd be at the back, I'd have broken every bone in my body to avoid it. I never used to like running at school either. No. My, uh, my PE teacher, and when I was 16, I still got my report card, it does say, Lynn needs to make more effort if she wants to get fit. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you need to make more effort, Lynn. <laughs> what is up with you? But you know, those things just come back to you, don't they? Yes. And so I downloaded the NHS Couch to 5K. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was really it's good. Genius. So what was it you thought it was Couch 25K, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like C25. I'm like, oh, I'm not doing 25K. <laughs> But it is couch to 5k for all the people out there who have the brain. Uh, and it's brilliant. And it just goes very slowly. You start with, you just build it up. So you start with like a minute walk, 30 seconds run. And you do that over a certain period. And then I think it's nine or 10 weeks. Uh-huh. And by the end, you're like, oh my God, I've just done 5k. And then you move up. So now I'm on the 5 to 10k. Woo! And I'm... This, I, I've got two more running sessions after this before I graduate. Well, this is your second 10K, right? Yeah. You have to do four. That's amazing. And that's all with the BBC app? Um, or one was the NHS app. Yeah. And this one is just an app you can get on anything. And it's called C to 5K or uh, C to 10K. Okay, cool. And then I think after this, they even have a half marathon one. Nice. But you know, if you're, fa- if you're scared, if you have a, scared of doing this with people, scared you're not fit enough, you know, the only way to get fit is to just go out and do it. Yeah. And no one is taking any notice of you. You just gotta yeah. do it for yourself. 
that's great words. The, uh, the thing that helps me, especially write my book, do anything, is to remember the saying, how do you eat an elephant one bit at a time? Because with fitness, we, we try to, uh, we should actually re, uh, rethink how do we eat a tree, you know? But uh, or the idea is, and I'm guilty, I think we all are, we bite off more than we can chew and then lose the habit because we're not feeling motivated because yeah. we failed. There's a really good book that I read called The Compound Effect and has saying how Einstein said one of the seven wonders of the world is compound interest. No, the eighth wonder of the world. And it's so true and it's the same with our habits. And what usually happens is if we try to take on massive change, we fail. But if we take on tiny, tiny change over the years, then that has a massive impact in our life. So, yeah, awesome, Karen. But it's hard psychologically. You hear these people go, we did 5Ks in 16 minutes, and you're like, I'm currently doing it in 40. But you know, for you... It doesn't matter. Morning. You're out on your feet. Morning, you're out on your feet longer than those people anyway. So they might have exerted a lot more effort during their 16 minutes. Your time on your feet is longer. You're putting in as much effort as they are. Yeah. But it doesn't matter yeah. how fast somebody is, how slow somebody is. The fact is, you're out there moving. Yeah, you're always faster than the person on the couch. That's it. And I heard a podcast, I listened to the Run podcast, and it's brilliant. And I think that turned my running around from, this is so boring, step after step after step. Yeah. And I listened to this, and it's, it's narrated by uh, Jenny Faulkner, who's a Scottish like TV presenter in the UK. Ooh. And she interviews all these runners. So some are Olympic runners, some are fun runners some of people like Keith Lemon who wouldn't run for anything but it's inspiring hear their stories how they started and on there someone just said Do you know as long as you're giving your 100% it may look different to the person next to you 100% but that's all you can do is give your 100% yeah you can't give 110% because it doesn't exist no and so. you can't judge yourself against someone else no you can't everybody's different no I, I do because I know I'm better <laughs> That's uh, like better One than you. Million percent. Better than you. No, I'm joking. Of course, you're absolutely right. Okay, so I'm gonna take this mic and I'm gonna head back and hassle the vegetarians and ask them okay. why they eat yes. cheese. Should we do? That's quite controversial. Let's put them on the spot yes. when they're tired and weak. Absolutely. Here we go. When they bring No, I'm, I'm gonna focus on the positive and just ask them why they don't eat meat. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to fall back and, and let you guys. Uh, well, I'm just going to interview Mike and Brian. Well, I was just warming them up. <laughs> <I'm> good. <laughs> so, we were debating whether to ask you why you went vegetarian or why you still eat cheese, and uh, we thought we'd be nice. <laughs> oh, we're going to be all, all militant. But um, yeah, so Mike, why uh, did you give up meat? We, we, okay, so we gradually gave up meat. So we actually did it for environmental reasons. Uh-huh. Um, so the impact of producing meat on the environment. So we started off in Spain, doing Ooh. like weekends vegetarian. Uh-huh. And that slowly switched Week to Weekdays doing, vegetarian, weekends. Uh, and then it switched oh, okay. to week, yeah, five days vegetarian, two days meat. 
Okay. Um, and uh, you get good quality. You get good quality fish. But uh, things in Spain. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that must have been quite difficult here. Kind of the same reason that I heard Karen saying the meat here is such poor quality Shit. <laughs> and so expensive what it is. We were just like, well, we're happy on a vegetarian diet, and it just kind of slowly transformed into. We didn't do like eating meat anyway. Just didn't even feel like meat is nice anymore. Yeah. No. We go out in a restaurant, maybe have a steak, but. Oh, that was one that we left for a while. Was going out because. If you go out in the restaurant, it was still pretty slim for veggie options. Yeah. So if you're going out with family, which they would pay for like a really nice meal, and you're like, oh, just wasted all the money. <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh. I felt bad. So we'd like allow ourselves like a little treat going out to restaurants. But then it kind of, again, we were like, not really even enjoying those. So kind of dwindled out of those two. Very interesting. A <laughs> couple of things that I love is that you said how gradual the process was, because I think lots of people try it and then get all upset because they didn't make it and I think it is a gradual process how long did it take you like to come off me wow yeah that's awesome and when you say environmental reasons like in what is there anything in particular what how did you find out about them was it an annoying vegan friend who he militantly bullied you into it. No, or did you? That was not until we met you. He sent you a, a dairy scary video, put your eyes open like clockwork orange, and made you watch. <laughs> it's horrible. I mean, I would say I did watch Catspiracy. Yes. So that was. I don't think you can. You know, you can't not react to that. No. That documentary. Well done. But, uh, and how do you guys feel now? Now you're. Me free, like, are you? Do you miss me? No, not at all. Really? Because I'm not going to lie here. I, and sometimes no. I will just go like, I'll smell it and just go, ooh. No, I actually don't miss. No me bacon, at all. not at all. But the one thing I don't miss it. Yeah. But the one thing that will get me is a barbecue smell. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> but although that smells really good and I love the smell of it, as soon as you, you start get the thinking best about vegan it. Burger. Yeah, I know. There's so some great mean, vegan burgers. It's always like a veggie burgers. So, have you noticed any difference in your health um, over the last couple of years? Energy, um, or just like, how do you feel? Yeah, I'm used to that one. <laughs> the wine's different because the job I do, I've got to say at the moment, it's turned me uh, a lot less um, exercise than what I used to do. Yeah, so but then we work pretty hard, don't we? We do work pretty hard, but yeah. we don't work on like a physical level for me. Yeah. We are in a certain brain tired. But you're not out running. Yeah, slow down, slow down. At a physical level, so I don't know. It's a bias view for me. Because I'd say my exercise levels have dropped off due to another cause. Uh-huh. Um, but meat-wise, I definitely feel after meals less heavy, less full. Yeah. Than if you're just banging a steak or something like that. So I do feel the difference with. They're stuffed, oh kind of like, oh my god, we all remember Christmas yeah. dinners. Have you two watched Game Changers? No, I've still watched that. No. Oh my god, really? Oh, you're gonna love it. It's just, just so well made. It'll make you feel good about your choice. Definitely, especially watching all the elite athletes do loads of cool stuff. And how often do you guys run these days? Because Mike, I know you were doing quite a lot last season, and Bri, we know you're a dark horse. And you can do everything. 
bright is free diver, kiteboarder. Um, uh, God, there's a billion things that bright us. What are you? <laughs> but running, how often do you guys run? Mike got me into running actually. I hated running last year. Maybe like twice a week at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome. Like I'm not a big runner and I definitely enjoy a little social run. Um, getting motivated to go for a run on my own yeah. is tough. But you both have bikes? Yeah. Both cycle? Not so much anymore actually. Lake here is really hard to cycle. Do you think? Yeah. What, just because it's dangerous? Yeah, I just thought you were highway for example, it was awful. Yeah. And then Graceway is not too bad. But if you're like, you're forced onto the pavement, which I then feel bad for the pedestrians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because then you can accidentally force them onto the road and you're like, oh, sorry. It would be amazing if you had nice cycle tracks everywhere. Yeah, yeah. that would be really cool. Like a mini Holland mode. Best holiday was today and I go nuts and cycling. Yeah, I love it. Like, you just know there's like... Some single track. The outside life there. Yeah. It was really cool. Like, there was so much that you could do. Like they just don't have that. There's little options here. Yeah, but having said that, I've been cycling a lot the last month. You've done really And I love it, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, but look at this road we're running on this morning. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing, isn't it? This would be a great cycle path. Yeah. And so cool. That's, uh, I'm very thankful for you sharing. It's nice to join. How about yourself, Tom? Where did you go for you? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's good because last week I asked the others and no one asked me. So thank you very much, Mike. Um, my uncle uh, was an ultra marathon runner and uh, he went vegan. He was inspired by a very famous runner, Scott Jurek. And uh, he was, and still is, one of the best, if not the greatest, uh, distance runner of all time. And he just eats eight veggies. And that was that eight years ago when I first got. Now I was doing adventure races with him. So like uh, a bit like a triathlon, but with a bit of orienteering. So running, biking, um, and a bit of adventure. And uh, yeah, the concept just seemed like really good, more energy. And I think back then. Sorry? Car coming. Oh, car. 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 Not <laughs> there's only one car, but uh, back then I was working a job I didn't really like, yeah. living in a country I didn't really like, and I realised that the only way I was going to get out of that loop was by having more energy. And uh, because of course, when you have more energy, you can save more money, you've got better willpower, um, you can say no to stuff. And uh, so I kind of did a year of that, and that helped me to to save up and get away from England, and then start my my journey. So about seven years ago, that's when I started travelling full time. And uh, but I did go back. I went down to vegetarian, not down, but I just ate a bit of meat because after a year, um, I don't know. I just didn't have any vegan friends, so I suppose I got into the. <laughs> and then uh, and then I went pescatarian so every now and then I had a bit of fish yeah. and then I read the China study and uh, and then was like oh, animal protein is bad so uh, yeah since then haven't looked back that's a shot now having met Dan and Lynn 
and uh, Karen. The China. The China study, yeah. The China study, what is that? So, it's the biggest study of nutrition ever conducted. And they, the emperor of China got cancer, so he funded this huge study on nutrition um, to find out why he got cancer. And no country has ever done it. And it was really conclusive that the parts of China who ate the least amount of meat got the least cancer. It was, it's like you can't argue with that. There's no, there's no like, uh, actually, it's like that is a fact. And then they did some experiments. They fed mice, dairy and uh, meat and they had cancer. And then they stopped feeding the meat, fed them a plant-based diet. They stopped the cancer. Then they fed the meat again and the cancer came back. So it was like, look, this is about as conclusive as you can get. And also the meat industry just don't want you to know that. They're like snake oil salesmen saying, hey, you need protein. You need my snake oil. And actually, when you do the research, and, and I think when you look at global, like the countries who don't eat meat or dairy, just are healthier. So you, you just can't argue with that. So, yeah, um, it's been an interesting journey. But I think one thing I would mention is having friends who you, know, you don't have to have Same. all the friends like you're never going to have all vegan friends but I met one of my best mates Ben and he's a vegan dude <clears throat> and he was my first fully <laughs> vegan mate and he really inspired me vegan, yeah <laughs> <clears throat> and he inspired me as to I mean he's really healthy I think 50 and looks amazing and just has this amazing lifestyle that I really wanted and he doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, vegan and yeah you would imagine he'd be a bit annoying but no just a really lovely lovely yeah. life and that was I think what's kept me and then as you go you meet a few more people and yeah it's nice then I meet you too and uh, you think oh look these no meat eaters they're lovely so it's very good. Car! Car! So Quick question, why do you both live in Turks and Caicos? Water. <laughs> That's in the ocean. Some blue mind therapy. <laughs> Obviously a friend of us. A friend of mine that I met out in Cozumel. He went to the Turks and Caicos and then we got recommended it in Spain. And I was like, okay, so I'll go in touch with him. And he was like, yeah, it's beautiful. Like come and try it. <laughs> so that was really spontaneous. Just like, okay. Let's go. Yeah. And how long have you been here? That's the idea. Nice. So, is it getting a little bit boring? Are you kind of like starting to think about other places? That's a good question. <laughs> 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 no, but it's cool because obviously it. these, like, it's this is my second year. Yeah. I'm in love with the place, but it's a very small island. Yeah. So I think it's totally normal to want to look elsewhere. The really nice thing about Turks and Caicos is I think it's a great place to be based. Yeah. Um, like uh, you guys previous to here, seven years of traveling, I've worked for a lot of people in a lot of places and I know that this is a really nice place to save money, work with nice people. So that's definitely gonna keep me here for a long time, I think, because I've been about, but you two, I don't know, where else have you lived? 
Uh -huh. similar to here. Yeah, where's that? Cozumel, Mexico. Oh, okay. So my Cozumel's kind of a small island like this, so uh -huh. really small. Um, and then Mallorca. Yeah, Mallorca's lovely, isn't it? Probably our favourite spot. Yeah, it's got a lot of diversity. Yeah. On the island. The only downside, which took us away from my workers, we only have the summer period. Uh huh. So you only get like six months. Yes. Like proper work. Yeah, so you've got to go somewhere else yeah. to do something else. This is what. So the season's a bit short. Yeah. Um, but I'd like, that would probably be our favourite place that we've been. Nice, really? Yeah. Yeah, I hear it's a beautiful island as well. Some really nice mountainy bits yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, very quick and easy, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like we've still got so many places to see, though. Like yes. And we've only done those three places properly. Yeah, and I totally agree. Um, but you know, um, once you've travelled around a bit, this is one of those islands where you could always come back to, couldn't okay. you? It's not. Like we've kind of been talking about. Yeah. I think for our age, we've been like, and at home, I definitely agree with what you said. It's like being here, the place, being good money. Yeah. You can travel, we get to save money in dollars. Yep. Like when I worked in Cape Town, much as I love Cape Town, saving up in Rand, which is practically worthless, was, uh, yeah, you couldn't have a, you just about broke even from working your arse off. So, working dollars on holiday in the Rand. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Wow, guys, you really are running quite quickly. Should we slow down a little bit? <laughs> really? You just have to do burpees along the way. Wow, what a beautiful morning. Oh. We've got a puncture. Man down. Man overboard. Man overboard. Man overboard. I've just learned about man. Oh, fuck. So I'm going to give the, the mic now to Dan. I can't hold that. I've got, like, come on. What? Okay. That's it. What is that? So there's the mic there. On this? Yeah. Okay. So, Dan, say, I need to talk now and say something constructive and intelligent. Yeah. No. Um, just something entertaining. Hmm. There's a lot of pressure, isn't it? Um, Let's talk uh, films. What's your favourite film? Ooh. Um... What other than game changers? Forks over knives, cows mercy. Yeah. Uh, what the hell? Okay, let's let's be a bit more focused here because I, I feel the topic's going a bit uh, awry. Yeah. What's your favourite ro Rocky film and why? Oh, Sorry, Rocky I would one. Chat, but I'm trying to conserve my energy oh. at this time. Rocky one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. Oh, because of the story. So, uh, Sylvester Stallone sold his dog. Oh, yeah. And he was super, super sad. Yeah. But he had no money. Yeah. And uh, had to sell his dog. Yeah. And then they turned him down with the, the script. And uh, he kept going, kept hassling. And then eventually they said, yes, but you're not allowed to star in it. And he said, okay, well, I won't make it then. Yeah. And then eventually they were like, okay, you can star in it. And then they paid him. And then he went back and he bought his dog for... God knows how many thousand, it was like $20,000 or something crazy. And I just think that's such a lovely story of someone sticking at something and not, not giving up. Persistence. And it's yeah. got a dog in the story. Really. Yeah. What more do you want? Can you name the dog in the, in the film? No. 
Continue talking. Uh, wrong movie. No, uh, that's like Wizard of Oz. Isn't it? Um, Toto. Um, oh, really? Tito. Kainoi. Uh, butts. Wasn't it Butts? Or something? I don't know. Uh, it's been years since I've watched it. So, yeah. what is your favourite comedy, Dan? Uh, well, what's my favourite Rocky, Dan? Comedy. Oh, my favourite Rocky. <laughs> my favourite Rocky, Tom, uh, thanks for asking, is Rocky IV, because it has an incredible soundtrack. Um, it's got Dolph Lundgren, if he dies, he dies. And it's got, um, it's got all of the sort of like the old characters. Apollo's in there. Mickey, Mickey's in there. We're going to eat lightning and crap thunder! Um... <laughs> What else? Car. Car, car. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a good old story of uh, um, sort of it tells the political climate at the time about the Cold War. Yeah. East v West, you know. I get it all deep and philosophical and political now. Yes, um, yeah. It's good. And. Karen's doing her first 10, uh, 10k in the company of others, and she's doing awesomely. And without walking. And without walking. So she's yeah. hardcore now. Oh, wait, she's part of the, the 10, 10k team. And Brian is the first 10k as well. And the wonderful thing is about running with a group is I think you kind of get carried along with the group as well. Yeah. Like running with the herd mentality. Exactly. So interesting. So. Thanks for sharing that, Dan. <laughs> my favourite comedy. Yeah, what's your favourite comedy? Good question. I don't really watch comedies. I'm, I'm one of these. Yeah, I'm one of these sort of. Uh, oh my god, you're just. Uh, do you know, I like, I like the old sort of, like the National Lampoons. Uh, okay, some slapstick. Yeah, slapstick. Uh, oh, Book of Mormons. Yeah, that's that's really good. Okay. Um. But uh, comedy-wise, yeah, I like the Pitch Perfects. They're, they're funny. You just watched the Joker, didn't you? Oh, but that's not funny. Well, that's that's the disturbing. First ever film. That's grossed a billion dollars. Yeah. Oh no, that's I thought um, Avatar did, didn't it? Did it? Hmm. And uh, Star Wars. It's recently just Maybe grossed a billion. Maybe the fastest film to go. Car. 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 <laughs> um. Yeah, but that's really impressive that it's graced a billion because I love Joaquin Phoenix and he's a great animal. Uh, car, yes, animal lover. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's an awesome film. Have you, have you seen it yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, yeah. I kind of feel this might be a good photo opportunity here. What do we think? Yeah. Kodak um, moment. Has anyone got a phone or is it just me? It's just you. Oh, Dan, let's do the phone. Dan, the, the video man. Like, I think having that little hill in the background in this, this that might be a nice memento. Without Tom, if I could ask you to take the mic, please. Yeah, of course. Step up to the MIC and place the B. So, oh no, that doesn't rhyme. Oh. What's nice about this podcast, I think, is you can skip the boring bits. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Woo. Come on, photo shoot. Okay. <laughs> Well done, Karen. Good. Not got far to go. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> so anyway, question for Mike. Where's the... What happened to Mike? Yeah, where's Mike? We've lost man overboard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, question to you guys. It's not so much a question. 
Sorry about that, that was my alarm. So I posted that little meme on my first Facebook yesterday about the when somebody asks where do you get your protein? Yeah. And you ask back. Yeah, that's quite where aggressive. Do you get your, where, do you, aggressive. Yeah. where do you get your compassion? So a friend of mine in New York, he did respond back. You've got a friend. Um, I do. Okay. I've got many friends, Facebook friends. <laughs> uh, but he did uh, he did tell me his story. He has tried going vegan. Uh, he has, he found out, every time he went vegan, he got ill. Uh, I don't know whether that was because the foods he was eating, I don't, I don't know the full story there, it's something to delve into. But then he found out he had Hashimoto's. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Well, and that's what I've got. Right, well, that's what underactive, I wondered. Un- underactive yeah, so I wondered about this because yeah. he is saying that he couldn't, survive on a vegan diet no, having Hashimoto's negative so, so but you know I understand where he's coming from he obviously is putting his health first yeah. you know immediate health first he wants to feel good but I do like it I don't regret posting stuff like that because it encourages you know in his case it's made him post something yeah kind of defending his actions towards eating meat yeah but then that also gets me interested more into looking deeper into something that I'm not aware of, i.e., in this case, Hashimoto's. So then that got me thinking, okay, well, I need to research this more, which I did. And you can live very healthily on a vegan diet. Obviously, everybody's different. But there's certain foods that you shouldn't be eating, like the cruciferous vegetables. And I don't know if you know that, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and and also tofu as well, um, right. because it's uh, apparently high in soy. But to be honest, uh, and uh, and again, I don't mean to poo poo the idea, but uh, it's bullshit because I eat loads of broccoli, loads of cruciferous, right. loads of tofu, and I've uh, I've just run well, and I've run two marathons. So yeah. you know, I'm not bra- I'm not bragging or boasting. Uh, <laughs> but it'd be it'd be interesting. You know, I don't know how he's del- how much he's delved into it. Yeah, um, and maybe even if he was to reduce little bits instead of trying to go all on vegan yeah just trying to uh, replace a certain meat with something else yeah and do it gradually in that way and, and just do it baby steps you know so but I appreciated the fact that he posted yeah even though uh, you know it's obviously got negative connotations to my post yeah however it's made me open up to because we are we're all learning yeah 